Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. I am your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Sunflower. And remember, the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut, is just um, Patrick and myself creating stories or whatever we have on top of our heads um, that we've thought about and fleshed out and want to make into more. Um, I'm starting to write, and so is Patrick, but um, this is my first taste of giving like a synopsis of a story, and Sunflower is going to read it, what I uh, wrote, um, which she heavily edited, which I appreciate you for, <laughs> and um, I'm going to kind of hop in and add a little bit more to it. Just like normal. Just like normal. Just like normal. Um <clears throat> I kind of got the idea, not the idea, but I've seen, listening to people like give synopsis of a story and it kind of sounds exactly like this, but you know what I mean? This is an overall summary of what I feel like is going to be my first novel or novella I'm going to write, but writing is half the battle. (laughs) Okay. Um, Then we're going to name it afterwards, but this is my great, uh, great Greek tragedy that I came up with. And Son of Father is going to read, so go ahead, take it away. Alrighty, and it starts. <clears throat> a fat apple thief named Claudius, whom carries a large bag full of apples, falls in love with a giant woman. Her name is Tula, a woman so tall her legs are often mistaken for a pair of great and old trees. He finds her in a forest. At the beginning of spring, waiting at her base, mistaking her legs for apple trees, for an apple to be dropped into his bag until she spoke in a tongue he didn't understand. He runs away abruptly. For years he's gone, and finally one day he comes back to her, this time being able to speak her Greek tongue. He says he has named a library in her name. Because of his journey to find her language, he saved a child from drowning, and the child turned out to be the only son out of 11 children to a librarian. When asked, how could I repay you? The man asked to be taught Greek, and the librarian agreed to teach the thief himself. And so I kind of want uh, Claudius to be sitting at a river bend thirsty from his travels to to find this Greek language. That was the whole point of him abruptly leaving was to find the, uh, the language that she spoke. And this is in a region where, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be like Africa or something like that. And he would travel very, 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 very far just to hear something similar that she spoke. Right. And that's what drove him to be gone for years. Okay. You know what I mean? And so he's like, okay, this sounds, this sounds good. Like, well, no, we'd have him at the river bend, right? And there's a child drowning and he can't swim himself, but he jumps into the water just like, I have to save this kid, but finds himself it being deep enough for him to stand, but that child not to. So it's kind of like a play on his bravery. Yeah. Yes, he was brave enough, but. He didn't know that he could stand in it. So it goes to show later on his actions and what he does. Um, he's true to them. Yeah, he's true to them no matter what. If, they, if, if you would have told him, 
you can stand in this water. It's wadeable. You can wade in this water. <clears throat> Save that kid. He would have done it. But if you didn't tell him, he would have done it anyway. Yeah. It's his character, although he's an apple thief at the time. But yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> For his troubles, she would give him alcohol by pouring it over her face, and it would cascade down her body, in which he would put his mouth to her feet and drink. After he is content, she asks him to leave her be. Subsequently, she has came to that same force to be unseen by society, and he wants to see her face. But she is afraid to show him because it's been a few thousand years since she was seen close to the ground, and her constant view of the sun has made her blind. Afraid her milky white eyes would terrify him, in which she only knows of such by the ravens flying around her head reminding her what they look like because they look so delicious she refused and asked him to leave again ignoring her he ceased being an apple thief to become an inventor in order to send her messages of love this meant inventing something that could fling hundreds of apples into the air but alas, when they would reach her, they were frozen or rotten and disintegrated the moment she bit into them. She couldn't walk for too long due to lack of oxygen, so he stops being an inventor and becomes a mountain climber to climb the highest mountain to see her and call her his. One night, she tells him the reason she is a giant, which is because she was cursed for refusing water offered by Poseidon as she was the first human to climb to the peak of Mount Olympus, but fainted before touching the gate, wagering her body for internal happiness. And in turn, since she lost, and the gods can do with her body as they will, she is made to be as tall as her aspirations, so tall that she can reach the table in which the gods dine. She doesn't eat. All she does is steal and drink the liquor from their table, with the apple thief being the first one she has ever shared with. Admitting her addiction was so strong that she has lain with Dionysus twice, once to strike the taste of liquor from her tongue, and another time to regain the taste upon her tongue. The man admits to being a thief, and what he loves more than stealing is the taste of apple. His admission was met with acceptance from her. Then and there, he halts being a mountain climber and becomes a poet, singing to her in the light of his moon every night. Whilst he was singing one night, a battalion of defeated foreign soldiers retreating from a great loss stop to hear oh from a great loss stopped to hear the former apple thief singing his song. A song in which gave them spirit and jubilation. When the song was done, the soldiers stood as tall as they did before walking into defeat and continued to sing the rest of their way home. But all I want to say is <clears throat> That was hard as fuck. I wrote the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, I did a little bit. I did like 2%. Yeah, you, she helped me out because I, I, the, the way in which I think is, um, I try to think this out really thoroughly. But, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to be a kind of a, he's singing to, to these soldiers, and which I don't even, they, they, completely ignore her she's just a fixture upon the the landscape they completely ignored her and is enamored with these songs that he's singing of love 
But they just think maybe he's just a just this fat crazy guy who's singing mm-hmm. these beautiful songs. But so much so that they forget about their defeat. They forget about their brothers in which they've lost. And they are just stricken with these love songs that he sings, these ballads that he's screaming into the air as loud as possible upon this mountain. But yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Claudius falls ill from being at such high altitude for so long. Seeing this, she creates an argument and forces him from the mountain. He only leaves if she promises to show him her face. And so she promises. On the next crescent moon, she will appear to him at the base of the mountain. But it takes her literally a lifetime and a half to bend over at the waist and show her face to him. But she finds him nowhere when she reaches the base of the mountain. But at that base was a town that is named after him with a statue surrounded by his favorite apple trees. The library that was built in the giant woman's name was moved to this town as a final thank you from the boy he once saved long ago, as well as naming the mountain after her as well, Tula. The only reason she knows this is because of three people who identified themselves as his grandchildren. They tell their grandfather's life story. They revealed he died from an overindulgence of apples. The statue is actually his grave marker also, marking the last place he had laid his head and the apple trees are from the apple seeds in his belly. When she was asked her name, she wept for many suns and moons, flooding the small town, washing away the statue and the mountain. And so I, I wanted that to be a a play on uh, a bit of her selfishness, but as well as I, I wanted to add... Um, so it took her that long to even bend over. That's how large she was. Yeah, You know what I mean? A lot of things make sense in Greek. Like mythology, a lot of things don't. But this does to me. And it took her so long to bend at the waist for her face to meet the the ground. You know, in which she promised to meet him. A lifetime and a half has gone past. So he had kids and then his kids had kids. Mm-hmm. And by that time, that's when she met the ground. And I want her face to be in the clouds. In which she's speaking from, and they're mm-hmm. looking up, not knowing anything like this, and her story is not passed down. That's the reason why she wept as well. Like, yeah, the only person I give a fuck about her, to her and their, her selfishness in that way, mm-hmm. was that he didn't even pass down my name, but he named these other things, but they don't even know what this name yeah, means. Yeah, the meaning behind it all. Exactly, but. <clears throat> She didn't wash this all away due to anger or anything like that. But it was sorrow that she had made this promise to this man that once loved her. Yeah. And couldn't fulfill that promise. Just like that promise to herself to to be happy with just being her. That's what the whole... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the internal happiness is what she wagered. Uh, uh, versus her body. And in the end, she could not ever get internal happiness. That internal yeah. happiness was being sung upon her and she told him to leave. And you know what I mean? You ask Allah, you ask God, you ask whoever you believe in for certain things and they would give you a route to do it, but you want that thing. Right. She's wanted that internal happiness. So she sought liquor. She laid with Dionysus. 
she chose to be alone and stare. You know what I mean? Have stare. She couldn't help but stare into the sun. Right. But to not waver or fall or move or whatever, anything like that, she chose those things instead of bending the knee to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Our, our protagonist, Claudius. Yes. And um, I, I want there to be more peril. You know what I mean? I want there to be um, maybe on the, those years long journey or maybe back down from the top of the mountain. I was, yeah, okay. He would, <clears throat> maybe a couple things. Like my brother Todd, shout out to Todd, was taught, he has a story about, you know, uh, it's this really dope ass, as odd Todd, odd Thomas kind of mm-hmm. thing he's going on with. I'm not going to tell too much because he 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 has a great thing going on, um, and I didn't know Medusa had sisters. Hmm, I didn't either. You know what I mean? Like, and those are a part of his his stuff. But I would want him to battle something on the way back down, and to to show that, or maybe somebody who's climbing up the mountain, he would kill them, or you know what I mean? And it would show his. That was his. That would be his selfishness to keep. Um, Her they they had. There's a word for that. Um, gatekeep yeah. to gatekeep something that he found beautiful and and fell in love with and things like that. You know. Yeah. So he wanted to keep that to be like 100 percent his. He did not want to share that um, piece of information because people just think these stems are trees. Yeah, and, and it was. Nothing had made him try mm-hmm. besides her. He was an apple thief. Yeah. He literally went to orchards and just and just dined on apples and, and had this big ass bag of apples and stuff like that. Nothing has made him test himself. Right. Saving that kid, building these things. You know what I'm saying? An inventor, a poet. Yeah. Changing and- his, his whole entire uh, demeanor, you know? Exactly. And... Singing aloud, you know, which takes a lot, even talking aloud, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and maybe he, maybe his travels before he saved the kid, it would, it would be a lot of, you know what I mean? Him building his own boat kind of thing, maybe. Uh, what, what do you think? I was thinking more so about her journey. Yeah. I mean, tell her. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even think about that. Like, I mean, I mean, it can be both, but I mean, what did she face coming down? She she's bending down at the waist blind. Yeah. And she's coming from the heavens down. You know, like what is she facing? Is she facing anything yeah. layer by layer coming down? You know, it took her a lifetime to come down, but what did she face? Did she age? Did she I mean, she's thousands of years old. That's very true. Yeah. So it really wouldn't matter in that regard, but yeah, other but I mean, things. But that would be dope if he like, met her on the way down, the yeah. weather passed by. Because she's literally, as tall as she is, technically she'd be in the uh, like you know stratosphere and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, maybe she battled the ravens on the way down. Um, maybe she... Ran because she she made love to Dionysus. Mm-hmm. Maybe she battled her own children that she didn't know she had yeah. from Dionysus. You know what I mean? Who is a god of wine? Um, 
that'd be really interesting. I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's something, it would be something to play around with, but uh, then again, it could be just really one note, you know, because I mean, you're really just, uh, you'd have to really think outside the box for something that I mean, hurt, for her to face. Li- listen to this whole damn yeah, story. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I can go as <laughs> there's fucking ravens flying in the stratosphere, telling her how delicious her eyes look. And the moment she falls asleep, they will peck her eyes out. That's the fuck he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And then uh, Prometheus, I, just... I believe in Prometheus in uh, the Greek, you know, his story, he was tied to a rock and his eyes pecked out by ravens, by the way. Okay. But that was really interesting. I thought that would have been a different angle just because I think the, the, the roads traveled by the people that get to a destination that they didn't realize that they were going to come upon mm-hmm. is, is um, very common. And we always want to follow their story. But what about this person? Like, for example, we've got a princess locked in the tower. We're going to follow the, the the way of the prince or whoever that's trying to find her. We're not going to follow her. Tangled did that, though. Yeah. But if we wanted to do it in a darker light on some, you know, um, what is it? Grimm's brother? Mm-hmm. You know? Tales? Yeah. yeah. So that would be another thing but you would be able to think about like what she would face coming down because there's so many layers to things honestly it would be interesting to make those ravens like her watch guards yeah like to keep them from because you know atlas has the fucking the stone he's rolling up the mm-hmm. mountain or no no atlas is carrying up damn it's kind of fucking weird because it, it this it he's holding up the world yeah on his back and shit mm-hmm. and he can't put that bitch down but have the ravens watch her and she gives up her eyes to flee mm-hmm. to make the journey down and um maybe she come as she's coming down she meets things or or people or something that make her beautiful cuz she's so um terrified to meet and face people with how she looks right now what do you think she'd bargain for um oh well the, the liquor the the yeah. wine of from the god's table she she barters with that to to make passage on the way down to uh because there's a who the fuck is the god of the clouds the wind i don't know i'm not too yeah. familiar with a lot of the gods there's like the basic ones you know but then you've got yeah and i think that would be interesting if they she would give them liquor mm-hmm. to pass or you even I mean? favors because or, she's or so to big sh- or be quiet you know yeah. what i mean or to lift them up like she promises to hold them to the sky in which their darkness is. You know what I mean? Cave. Whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. I think that'd be... Damn, I didn't even think about that. Or even if she just came upon it herself. and I mean, I know she's blind, but you can feel things out that you felt before. Yeah. Like, what if she made eyeshadow out of berries? You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but would seek the help from other people to help her get ready yeah because she's gonna meet potentially the love of her life just to come to find out i mean and then also a question for you would be is she facing the grandchildren can they see her or is it just a voice okay yeah you did say that she's like right above that like so they're staring up into the clouds hearing her speak and, like, I want them to even fall in love with the, the voice, but they're washed away by her tears. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, her her adventure down, that'd be pretty dope. His adventure down would be pretty dope. But I want, that'd be a great transfer of, like, 
her coming down and then finding this all that whole journey that she's been on herself to find that he's been dead for fucking 110 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how long... Or And maybe earlier on, like, when he told her that he's an apple thief, mm-hmm. maybe say, like, I became an apple thief because I was cursed with having to bring Hermes apples. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. now I can live forever. And he lied to her. Maybe she wept because of that as well. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he lied. Like, the first person that I was going to, you know, ever love lied and said he could live forever and he could not. You know, I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. You got any questions about it? No, I've already asked my questions. Okay, but man, that was way easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I came with it like 10 minutes ago to for, for us to go like the back and forth. Actually, in the car, huh? Um, the yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And uh, I think... I'm going to write some more stuff like that. And we can do it like that. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with that. Boom, pal. How you like me now? <laughs> this is the Scrapbook Podcast Director's Cut. I am your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host. Sunflower. And what do you want to call this? Um, Mount Tula. Something that was pretty basic. That was the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it's it's straightforward. But it could also be... Like, ah, that would be. Library of Tula? Yeah. Um, it wouldn't, I was thinking Tula's Curse, but it's not even really, well. Uh, kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I can go with that. Tula's Curse sounds good. I mean, it's you. Nah, no. It's, it sounds about right. Um, uh, well, I can't, let, let's, go, <laughs> no, 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 let's go a little Greeky with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Tula and the Apple Thief? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fuck it, three shoulder shrugs in a row. Fuck it, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it. I mean, if we want to talk about basic. That was that's pretty basic, but it also doesn't. <laughs> but it also How doesn't. You, it doesn't tell anything either, which is nice. Yeah, and um, and it goes on to when that statue falls. Well, actually, all of it fell. So, fuck, <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The, um, but yeah, the. The apples in his, the apple seeds in his belly, yeah, absorbed into the ground and created the trees. Yeah, shit. he you done, know? he done de- decomposed. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, Tula and the Apple Thief. I like that. Bang, bang. <laughs> and that's the Scrapbook Podcast director's cut, baby. That's what it's about, son. Um, we are the Scrapbook Podcast everywhere. The Scrapbook Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. The Scrapbook Podcast everywhere. Um, you know what? I love you. Do not stop being creative.